You know how fast you were going? What? How fast you were going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles podcast, midweek news, we got a guest news host uh holstera is gonna be here with us and uh doc is well i was informed for the next four weeks he's gonna be he's got some class some leadership class or something <laughs> he's gotta i guess i need him to learn how to lead so we're gonna have holstera with us here tonight i sent him a whole bunch of stories i don't know if i sent them all to him or not i got but, four i think we know Holster is uh, theme music that we always have. That's his intro music right there. <laughs> I like those jeans on you. Very slim. You like that? You like, yeah, not with my stomach right there. But <laughs> <laughs> nothing like looking at yourself. It's just a horrible sight. I try not to do it. Uh, right. Like I said on the last podcast, uh, like, subscribe, hit the bells, share the video, share the podcast, help us get bigger. So I need y'all's help out there to do that. Doing everything I can on my side, need y'all's help to do it also. So appreciate it if you do it. And uh, I played my old music since Doc's not here. So and so it's already had a warning, so I don't have to say if you're about to get butt hurt. So pissed off one way or another. Facts, because tonight's got some good ones. <laughs> oh, say one thing. Uh, something you sent me uh, earlier in the week. Uh, let me see if I, I pulled up the story on it or not. And uh, we'll mention it real quick. Cause I actually was doing a little bit of research on it uh, earlier today. And, uh, remember the stuff you uh, sent me about the... I think it was the DC cops that uh, committed suicide or something like that. Yeah, that's very odd. Yeah, you know, that's just, what was it, like three or four of them or something? Four of them, four and of it's them. one of those things, like, you know, it's not unheard of for officers to have mental illness and commit suicide, but for all of them to off themselves at the exact same time, I thought that was uh, I don't know if that, it was all, a little... I don't know if it was all the same time from what I was reading. But uh, that, that there was a there was like four of them. You know. They were Clinton, is what it was. One of them was uh, I think one of them he committed suicide on July 29th. Another one did one on uh, July 10th. So it wasn't all at the same time. They they were pretty close. But uh, I was trying to find the uh, the number. Oh, 
They uh, I was trying. To, oh, they, they're saying that uh, 138 officers were injured in the insurrection, what? as they call it. That, that's what that that's what this article said. Okay, and it's like I didn't even see 130 something cops when I was watching <laughs> it on the news. Oh, me either. Well, what I went and did research on is uh, this was and this is actually from the Police Chiefs Association. This was from last year. This was from December 2020, and this was about all of the insurrections that were going around all over the United States, if we want to call it that. Let's call, oh, it, let's call it that. The riots, okay? I'm just saying. They want to call July 6th insurrection. Let's call every. They were burning police stations and shit, so wasn't that an insurrection? Trying to burn courthouses and shit now? Yeah, I mean, didn't they actually burn the the police precinct down yeah they burnt they, one down and tried to burn yeah, some courthouse down. a couple federal buildings and they trapped the ice agents and everything so, inside while yeah. they set it on fire mm-hmm. so we're gonna call that an insurrection yeah so now between may the may the 25th and july 31st which is only a couple of months right there yeah. were eight thousand seven hundred protests nationwide that's a fuckload of protests and yeah Five hundred and seventy-four of those were declared riots, which the re- how they did that is they included violence and criminal acts. Now, I didn't write down all the numbers and stuff like that on how many. I mean, they had numbers on you know stores looted, burned, and all that stuff like that. But more than two thousand cops were injured between May twenty-fifth and, and July thirty-first, and. Believe it or not, all these, all, all, all this shit came off of uh, a CNN report from January 9th. I, I would like to note the fact that I don't think I've ever seen a Trump get together or a pro Second Amendment get together where they didn't leave the place better than they found it. Well, they, I've never they, seen one where they attacked the cops. It they they usually pick up the trash, but. My thing is, I feel sorry for these uh, four men's families that they decided to eat a bullet was their best way out or however they decided to off themselves. I say eat a bullet because it seems like most cops, when they do kill themselves, usually eat their own gun. But uh, So they might have killed themselves other ways. That's an assumption on my part. So fact check whatever I'm saying now. I don't know. Just an assumption. But it's really... It's really odd that at the time where you got Nancy trying to say we're going to have a hearing and then the Republicans saying we're going to have a hearing into it, that the people that were there that opened the gates and let them through are no longer with us. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of real suspicious. So I, I just think something, something, I mean, I feel sorry if these people did kill themselves, I feel bad for their family and they should have went and talked to somebody about their issues. But I think it was a. If they did kill themselves, it wasn't just because of this so-called insurrection. They had under other underlying issues, I believe. I don't think it was from this one, one thing. Uh, so that's just it's my opinion. Say, yeah. I just wanted to bring that up since uh, Holster had sent me some uh, sent me something on that earlier in the week. So I decided to go look up some stuff and act like I knew what I was doing, looking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it worked or not, but I, I I went and looked shit up. So, anyway, the first one I want to talk about, let me find it, because I had a shit ton and I had to uh, weed through them. 
So uh, the first one is, uh, I don't know if I sent it to you, it's a suspect accused of waving a gun at motorists sues the police for shooting him. <laughs> no, I didn't stutter, folks. This motherfucker, is, he was out waving a gun at civilians driving past. The cops come out and end up having to shoot this moron, and he going to turn around and sue the cops that shot it. I, obviously, they didn't shoot him good enough because he's still breathing air. Anyway, this happened in Pineville, North Carolina. An armed suspect accused of pointing a gun at passing motorists. This happened last year. He is now suing the Pineville Police Department for wounding him in an officer-involved shooting. So the encounter between Timothy Rochelle Carraway and police occurred on February the 1st in 2020 after officers received a report that a man was waving a gun in a congested area off North Polk Street in the middle of the day. Witnesses said that suspect pointed a handgun at people driving to the 900 block of Polk Street, which is near Interstate 85. The dispatch told officers over the radio that the suspect should be holding a gun black in color. Uh, and they said body cam footage revealed it. I, I did try to look up some. I, I was unable to find the body cam footage. Officers responded to the area and spotted Caraway on the sidewalk. Police said he initially complied with their orders and raised his hands, according to the news W. BTV. He was holding a block black object, which police later said was a phone. This is important. Yeah. But a moment later, according to police, Caraway dropped his hand down and pulled out a gun. <laughs> he reaches into his pocket. It's getting ready to get real good, people. I read the story, of course, ahead of time. It's There's no, I'm just going to say this now, that there's just no excuses for how big of moron some people fucking are. Yeah. So he reached into his pocket, pulls out the gun, the chief said, told reporters in March when the agency released body cam footage at this time, officers perceived this as an imminent threat. When somebody pulls a gun out on you, usually is. Usually you say, hey, the gun is in my right pocket. I'll keep yeah. my hands up. Yeah. <laughs> not, hey, no, I'll get it for you. Yeah, let me get this for you. Anyway, I'm not going to say the officer's names. Two of them. Two of the officers opened fire on the suspect a total of 12 times, hitting him in the torso, neck, hands, and wrist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just doing what I was told to do, Caraway said in the video after the shooting. Y'all said drop it. I'm sorry. Pretty sure they meant what was in his hand. Yeah. He further, cl- further claimed there had been a girl following him and that he was just trying to get her to stop following him. Okay. Just the invisible girl, I guess. She she was invisible. He was uh, he was charged with obst- obstruct and delay of law enforcement officers res- resisting ca- resisting carrying a concealed weapon, going armed to terror, going armed to the terror of the public. Okay, and I, I've never heard of some of these, but I guess they just word yeah, stuff no. different. And four counts of assault with a firearm on law enforcement officer. The district attorney's office dismissed those charges shortly after, claiming there was insufficient evidence to pursue the case against Conway, according to, I bet you they got one of them fucking lip-tarred yeah. DAs out there. The only charge prosecution filed against him was being in possession of a stolen firearm. Oh, but, Jesus. <laughs> not waving it at people or threatening people with it. 
The officers involved in the shooting were cleared of any criminal wrongdoing. Thank God for that. And were also cleared through a separate administrative investigation conducted by an outside law enforcement consulting firm. Anyway. What? They were cleared by their own department. They were cleared by a separate. They were cleared by two different outside sources. That, that, so they have like third party auditing now. I, I guess that's I guess what they did over there. Anyway, wow. shit for brains filed a lawsuit against <laughs> the town of Pineville and the four officers on July 29th, accusing the officers of using excessive force against him. His attorney, Michael Littlejohn. <laughs> I touched myself on my dick, alleged the officer shot shot Carraway as he was following orders to put down the gun he had in his coat pocket and that they continued to shoot him while he was on the ground. No, they shot him because he grabbed the gun. They meant drop the whatever the fuck you had in your hand, not to pull the fucking gun out of your pocket. Hey, look, I'm just doing this. Also, Little Dick claimed police then conspired against him to justify the shooting. To include allegedly fabricating evidence, of course. That's what we did. What? Yeah, that, that they lied and fabricated evidence to justify the shooting. It's all on body cam. Moron <laughs> pulled the gun out. I mean, that's pretty clean cut. I don't care what color you are or anything. He said pull the, the gun out, I'm shooting you. He said the officers ran up behind his client that day, issuing conflicting commands, describing the scene as a deadly game, from Simon says. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Simon says, put your gun down. Oh, no, Simon didn't say. <laughs> the, the excessiveness of the police force is unspeakable, the lawyer declared to the paper on July 30th. My client did not commit a crime that day, period. And this is what happened. You, first of all, you had a stolen gun in your possession. That was committing a crime right there. And I'm yeah. pretty sure, like I said, he the the other people wouldn't have known he had a gun if he really wasn't waving it and pointing it at them. The lawsuit father accuses the officers and town officials of a false arrest, fabrication of evidence, and malicious prosecution. Little Dick issued a statement along with the lawsuit saying the officer-involved shooting is just another example of how law enforcement officers use excessive violence against black people in the Charlotte Observer reporting. Okay, and it goes on with the, now, you know, they're talking about, you know, how us cops just, you know, go out hunting down black people for, you know, for fun of it, and it's just fun. So, anyway. Yeah, but like like I said, it doesn't matter. You could be white, Hispanic, Asian. You reach into your pocket and pull a weapon out while I'd have my weapon pointed at you. You're going to get dropped. Yeah. He he, he ought to thank the cops that, that. they didn't. They, they didn't. They, they didn't hit him in the uh, in the head or something like that, and his ass lived uh, lived through it. But now he wants to see. But you know what? You're probably gonna find some liberal ass jury that's actually gonna give this shit bag money. So yeah, because it's in North Carolina, ain't it? Yeah. So what's gonna happen is what happened. What's gonna need to happen is, is after the shit bag gets money, they need to the people that got scared because he was pointing guns at him need to go sue him. For emotional distress and take yep. his fucking money. So mental anguish. Oh Jeff misses Doc. Well, Doc one day will come back. He's on furlough or something. <laughs> oh, then this next one here. I don't know if I sent this one. I think I sent this one to you. These are some like I said, that was just a stupid ass story. We had enough 
a lot of sad shit last, you know, when I did the end of watch shit. So it ain't shit, but you know, y'all know what I mean. It's just the way I talk. But uh, this next one is uh, Nassau County approved the bill to let cops sue activists who harass them. That's the new that one? Yeah. You want to read it? You got it? Yeah, up? I'll read it. I mean, where it's at, too, is the most ironic thing. Yeah, it's just crazy right there. Yeah. All right. So, Mineola, New York. The Nassau County legislature voted 12 to 6 after a five-hour meeting on Monday to pass a bill to make first responders a protected class so they could sue activists and collect damages. And civil rights groups are furious. Well, yeah, I could imagine. Well, they don't like it when the tables get turned on their ass. Right, especially in New York. I mean, that's <laughs> crazy. Nearly 40 people spoke in opposition to the measure at legislature's meeting on August 2nd before the bill passed. The Garden City Patch reported, There is no justification for violence against first responders. Nassau County legislator Joshua... Lafazan, the bill sponsor, said at a meeting, and these bills will add further protection into law for Nassau County's first responders as they protect us. So, yeah, that's. Well, I'm just. That's just. That's just. I'm going to do this for that. About damn time. <laughs> they do something. Oh, yeah. That's. It just ain't, you know, burying cops there. So, y'all hold on to y'all's hats because uh, start harassing the cops for being stupid and going to sue y'all's ass now. So, yeah, I mean, that's. Well, I've just been like, saying that about New York. They've been letting uh, civilians throw, like, glasses of water and stuff on cops all day long and they can't do nothing to retaliate. Yeah, I mean, you do that down here, you're going to jail. It's bad well, Leo, man. Just like uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, I read mentioned or read about the the girl that got that's getting uh, that's get they got arrested for uh, stomping on a back the blue sign or something like that. She, she's, I think it's stupid, but shit's turning around. Stop acting like pussies, and we'll stop treating you like them. That's all. Well, they're getting tired of it. I I, I don't blame them. I, I look at the guys that are still on the job. I mean, I would probably be in jail if I still had a badge because <laughs> I didn't deal with this bullshit. I was a realist. Oh yeah. But anyway, that, that was a that was a good thing right there. You know, well, that was a short one. We I got plenty written down. Trust me. Uh, this next one I actually got a picture up. We're gonna hide all. Uh, Holster's face here. <laughs> you know, he, he, he actually made that mask he has on himself. So, that's pretty cool. If anybody wants to know on how to buy stuff from him, get in touch with me. Anyway, this fella, yeah. this fella right here, this man right here, <clears throat> we're going to talk about it. And he's getting fucked over. We're going to say that. This story says a judge finds cause to prosecute, 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 and I haven't even drank that much whiskey yet. Prosecute, <laughs> prosecute him, uh, and he was cleared 
of the charges. Anyway, this was in uh, Wisconsin, Washita or something like that. A judge has ruled that uh, this officer, Jovis Mensa, uh, he says he's a former police officer now, can be prosecuted for the killing of a suspect in 2016. A special prosecutor will be appointed within 60 days. Uh, Milwaukee County Circuit Judge Glenn Yahamaro said Wednesday that there is a probable cause that Mensa committed a crime of homicide by a dangerous weapon when he killed Jay Anderson Jr. Prosecutors declined to file charges against him in the death. Yakamaro ruled. That just sounds like like I need a sneeze or got a cough. (laughs) He ruled Wednesday morning the case should get a second look under the process known as the John Doe proceeding to decide whether to file charges. Yakamaro said Mensa could have done several things to de-escalate the situation, including waiting for backup, which was already... I love this. Who's this fucking judge anyway? When do judges tell you when the DAs when to prosecute somebody? I ain't never seen uh, I don't think that's their fucking job. I don't, I don't think that's the, 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 their job. <clears throat> anyway, he said he shot Anderson 25 as he reached for his gun while in his car at a park in the Milwaukee suburb. According to the Milwaukee Police Department report, he said he noticed that Anderson had a gun in the front passenger seat while the men were speaking. Uh, the officer drew his weapon and ordered Anderson to put his hands up. Anderson raised his hands, but according to the report, on at least four occasions, uh, Anderson started to lower his right arm while leaning forward in the front passenger seat where the gun was located. The report said Anderson lunged forward with toward the gun with his right hand. The officer shot him five times in the head and once in the right shoulder. I guarantee you he won't be suing for getting shot if he took five bullets in the head. Anyway, this officer uh, was involved in three fatal officer-involved shootings while serving Washington. I don't know how you say it. He, he was, it was W-A-U, W-A-T-O-S-A, however you say that. He was cleared in all of the shootings by the Milwaukee County District Attorney. So he later resigned from the police department, took a job with the sheriff's department. Anyway, anyway, he he this guy done had a, it must be rough over there. It must be fucking rough. But anyway, uh oh, I think I might have lost a whole stare. I'm going to call him back. And I. I <clears throat> Hello? Please leave your message. Uh-oh. Guess he'll call back. Anyway, I don't know when a judge is supposed to, uh, when judges started telling prosecutors when to prosecute people. I thought judges were there to preside over the proceedings or stuff like that. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. that th- This story just all seems all fucked up to me. Stuff like that. There you go. There you are. I tried calling you right back, but uh, I got the voicemail. Yeah, let's see. Roy says, this judge needs to be investigated. Find out if he donates to the anti-police organization. If so, he needs to be removed by the governor. Like I said, I, I'm totally confused by this judge here because, I, like I said, I, I never knew. 
I've never heard of judges telling prosecutors when to prosecute somebody. So something's no, fucked up. No, it's their job to judge on a ruling. Yeah, exactly. So y'all, y'all keep your heads. I mean, it was probably a good shoot. It is judges probably some uh, Soros or something fucking elected person or something. But anyway, pictures up if you watch it on the video. Guy did his job, got cleared of charges. Net air on a witch hunt after his ass. So let's hope for him that uh, everything works out. Because like I said, I, I read that and I'm like, when the fuck did judges start telling cops when they could? Pro- Isn't that the DA's job to do that? Yeah. Every time I've ever seen it. But Well, this, well. Ne- <laughs> this next one is going to be from your neck of the woods. In Florida. This one got a little video to it. I got to find a little video right here. Florida. We're going to start it out. Of course, we'll stop and talk about it while we're doing it. So, let's start. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. We're here today as a result of what transpired at the Royal Palm Hotel on Miami Beach last week. I do believe that body-worn cameras are an important part of policing, and as you know, I advocated from the very beginning, along with the former chief of Miami Beach Police Department. They got the whole state attorney here speaking. We're going to fast forward to the video, because this is a very long one here. We're not going to watch the whole thing. It's like almost 16 minutes long, 15 minutes long. Anyway, she's the state attorney uh, on the arrest. Anyway, we're gonna start, the video's going to start here. Backstory, from what I understand, is this this guy hit a uh, uh, a cop on a scooter or or motorcycle or, or something like that or a bicycle or something. And he, I guess he took off running after he hit the cop. And uh, they must have a whole bunch of them around. But here we go. Taking Mr. Crudup into custody. You'll see, and then we're going to focus on the interaction with Caleb Vaughn after this. So at this point, George, if you could play the video, please. You'll see Mr. Crudup getting to the elevator. You'll see Lieutenant Jose <laughs> Reyna who follows. Is it me, or did he look very daintily runny? <laughs> did, yeah, I thought it was a girl. Did, did you did you notice that? Hold on a second, I got Tippy toe, tippy toe. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, and if I'm trying to get away, I'm not going to, like, try to get in the elevator. I mean. Hell no, I'm a runner. I'm a tech star. I mean, because, come on. Come on. So, Roy said that woman has, has three names, so she must be a liptard. Was Mr. Crudup into the <laughs> anyway, hotel? Anyway, I get him a gunpoint or something, or taser. I can't tell. He the, holds him at gunpoint? The guy's complying. Totally. Gets out. Lays down, puts his, you know, crosses his feet, puts his hand behind his back. Mr. Crudup uh, has his hands raised and he drops to the ground. It says one, and two, three, four. Arm. They must, he must have like kicked a hornet's nest of cops. I'm going to take that right now. Arms are outstretched in front of him. He then places his hands behind his back as Lieutenant Rainey kneels to apparently begin place. They're still coming. <laughs> they're, they're still coming. My God. That, that's 13, like, 14. 
that that's bigger than the entire shift I work at, right? I mean, and they're still coming in. It's like watching, like like you done threw a piece of candy on the ground and buy an ant pile. So nobody's done nothing wrong yet so far, but there's a whole bunch of popos. At this there. point, you can't even see the suspect. No. other Miami Beach police officers. But did you see that? If y'all are watching this, you gotta go. You, you need to go watch it. I'm gonna rewind it. Watch this poor motherfucker running in right here. <laughs> Butt cop. He he fucking trips on the floor. And I don't know. It don't <laughs> look like there's a ledge, but it's like yeah, there's a floor there, and you tripped on it, and just watch. He he, he and places like, oh. his hands behind his back. That's why they make him wear the watch head. right there. <laughs> this this guy begin placing Mister. He's coming in. in handcuffs. Other Miami Beach there police he is. officers Bonk, arrive on the scene, and if you could stop. Just there. They, they show a uh, slow motion part of it. If you could right go back there. just a little bit, George. I'm sorry. I'm trying to catch it very, as you can see, it moves very slowly. So we're trying to. See that lady come back? Okay. You'll see there Officer Kevin Perez kicking Mr. Crudup. We believe as. Now, you know, I'm a cop, so I don't like bashing cops, but when you do fucked up shit. He must have been eating dinner when they made that call go out. Well, no, I think this is the one that got hit or whatever. But you have what? A whole department in here at this point? And the guy's being compliant, and you ran up and, like, kicked this motherfucker? It's it's not going to be good. No, I said earlier, and, and, and now, right here, if you look, he, he, he stomps on him a little bit. Catch it for you. There, look at him. That I mean, the handcuffs were already placed on oh, he, He's he kicking the shit out of him right about body now. Body-worn camera. He's, he's, yeah, he's. They got some dude then back here see, um, uh, filming it with his to phone, show, too. Uh, we're watching Sergeant Hotel Jose Security Perez, video. We're still with Kevin Perez. Go on to the next one, please. You see the slow motion replay there? Yeah, he's going to get fired. Oh, I think he might get charged, which, I mean, the guy's down. He's handcuffed. He's compliant. And I understand you're mad because he just hit you or run you over or something, but, I mean, you, you can't do that. You just, you just can't. And the bad thing is, I mean, coming from years of law enforcement, Stop I'm right sure there, you know, too, when this Can happens this to a, some suspect that's already several in handcuffs, times. the DA will immediately drop all charges. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's, the guy's going to get paid. But you got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's like 11 or 12 cops here that I'm counting. Can you see that? Yeah, I thought I was up to like 14. I mean, it's it's crazy. But anyway, he kicks the dude. And I think they end up throwing him on the ground right here. I'm not sure. Let's see. I think he picked, picked him up. Oh, yeah, there he is. Now uh, what you'll see is. About 15 seconds later, uh, he is on the ground handcuffed. He's not really moving, but he is being held down. You saw the, the substance. All right, shut up, woman. Just let's watch the video. Anyway, they slammed him down. So Sergeant Perez has, they slammed uh, down again, him down. I think so, yeah. You'll see him come back around in yeah. just a second. Yeah, this, this dude here is just fucked. There's two of them in trouble, I think. Body slam. Then you'll see them all sort of disperse. Now, now, now you see um, some at the bottom running. And then about. That's because the ones running. Times. 
When I understand, they, they went over here and uh, the guy that was filming them. In filming the <laughs> scene with his, looks like his cell phone. This ain't good either. At which point, Officer Robert Sabater arrives on the scene approximately 30 seconds after Mr. Vaughn first began filming without incident. You're seeing, go back to that again, please. George, could you roll that back? Yeah. So you see, we think the officer's here saying back up and you'll see him take about four steps back with his camera. Now you see Officer Sabater uh, running in and tackling him <laughs> there. God. Did you see that? He hit him like he was a linebacker or something. God damn. Yeah, the that... dude didn't break no laws. Yeah, no, he's fired too. So, this they counted seven. They, they said they have 17 yeah, of them there. Here. That, now that what you see freaking is just insane. That was there. I don't know if there was a function going on here, but anyway, we saw it. The dude, the guy, got kicked in the head. And not as well. I mean, to. this man just stood and watched the entire squad beat the shit out of that guy. I don't want nothing to do with it. The minute they even looked at me, I would have ran. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, like I said, everybody knows I'm I'm a cop. I'm pro cop, and but you can't do. Fucked up shit like that. You just can't do it. Especially not nowadays. So both of these fellows will probably get themselves a nice little paycheck. So that chick works for the DA's office. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah, our actual attorney general is Ashley Moody. But uh, yeah, that the ones that did that. I mean, I understand the dude got hit or whatever, run over, or pushed over. You got to control yourself, especially when the guy's being totally compliant at this point. And to, especially in today's time, you yeah. always have to keep in the back of your mind and say, I am being videoed, even if you don't know you're being videoed. Because like I said, this video was off of the hotel security camera. This wasn't even the the guy that got bum-rushed video. That, I mean, they took, that dude tackled, he got to go work for the NFL or some shit like that. We <laughs> took that dude down. But <laughs> he needs a job now. I guarantee it. Uh, well, that, there's going to be quite a few. I think they charge. I think there's quite a few of them in trouble on that one. I'm surprised they didn't go after the whole bunch saying, well, the rest of y'all, y'all should have stopped him from doing what he was doing. Yep. I'm waiting for that to be the next part of it. So, well, that dude was, a, it was labeled in the top right corner. Didn't it say Sergeant so-and-so? I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, so a bunch of them people were probably private too. So there's gonna be a whole bunch of stuff on that. That that that's just a fucked up situation. That uh, well, it's like, but when you do it to yourself, I mean, they did it to themselves. So it's. I'll say one thing: don't go down to fucking Miami Dade because they must have cops everywhere. They do because <laughs> because that is a shitload of cops, and they were all there within what. What thirty seconds of? I mean, they they just kept coming in and coming. It's like, Jesus Christ, the cops are the cops going to stop coming in? <laughs> well, put it this way: they have such a large police department that it has actually absorbed the county. That's why it's Miami Dade. They they literally took over the entire county because they have so many. Jesus. Well, anyway, hope Miami Dade's got some money. It's Miami. They oh, should. Yeah. They should. Play. I mean, they got a lot of dope dealers and shit in Miami. From, 
Did I say that out loud? It's like fifty dollars or no, it was it fifteen dollars for one slice of pizza down there? Yeah. God, it's expensive. Hey, I'm not going there. <laughs> this next one, it kinda hit close to home to me. Because uh if y'all listen to the one Monday, my the end of watch episode, uh, I decided, you know, I've been I'm trying to get the listeners or viewers or whatever you want to call it up. I'm trying to get trying to boost my my numbers. So I decided, okay, well, I'm going to boost that video. So I went on Facebook. You know, I was just going to do like 20 bucks for like two or three days. I was supposed to maybe, maybe reach another couple thousand people. So I put in for it and did all the crap I was supposed to. And I got a message from Facebook refusing it. So they refused to boost the post and i ran across this story here and they got the same exact message i fucking got on my post so let me uh read this story i didn't send this one to you i actually had to take a picture of it because i couldn't get it to uh, send to me anyway this was from fox news he calls it says facebook rejects florida police charities ad for children's fundraiser over sensitive and social issues uh, a pro-police nonprofit organization in South Florida, we're in Florida again, <laughs> is accusing Facebook of refusing to promote its advertisement for an upcoming fundraising event intended to benefit families of officers who died in the line of duty, as well as children in underserved areas of the community. Officer uh, Chris Swenson, president of the Southwest, I mean Southeast. Police Motorcycle Rodeo Committee, which I've been to several, you know, rodeos. I haven't been to this one. And all of our police, it's training for us, and we like to raise money and help. The one I'm involved with, they do it for Dream Day, which is be coming up shortly. Well, maybe. We do have the COVID's back. And he dropped again. His phone must be sucking. You know, see if we can get them back. We were having technical difficulties from hell tonight. It, I'm just gonna, there, there you go. Where the phone is going to turn into a frisbee. You need to get rid of that Android phone there, Holster. No, no, you sound like the wife. <laughs> you keep dropping. Anyway. It's because instead of holding it up to my ear, I wear the Bluetooth bows. Uh, and I, I don't. Uh, yeah. You just put it on speaker or something. Anyway, it's it's a police radio committee. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I keep telling him he needs to change to Apple. Uh, anyway, they refused to do the post for advertising. They they were trying to boost the post for advertising ticket sales for the upcoming raffle of Harley Davidson motorcycle. The raffle happens every year to correspond with the rodeo, and uh, but due to the pandemic, the nonprofit is relying more heavily on online sales because you know we got the pandemic. This year, and when I read it, this the same exact thing fucking Facebook sent me Monday night. This year, Facebook rejected the ad on July fourteenth, according to screenshots provided by Fox News, Southeast Police Motorcycle Rodeo Committee later filed an appeal on July 20th. The social media giant sent them a message explaining why. And uh, it says, your ad may have been rejected because it mentions 
politicians or is about a sensitive social issue that could influence public opinion, how people vote, and may impact the outcome of an election or pending legislation. Same exact one I just fucking got. I just got the same shit on my end of watch one. Yes, yes. Uh, so we're on Facebook right now, live too. I'm surprised I ain't got kicked off yet. Motherfucking Facebook is so anti-fucking cop. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, they also state, not Facebook, but the guy with the police radio says, our personal opinions on politics is not shared on this charity. We're not here to alienate someone. We don't care about their political views. They insisted on a phone interview with Fox. Me raising money to buy computer equipment, computers and equipment and washers and dryers for the Boys and Girls Club has no emphasis on politics or elections. Facebook told Fox News the ad was rejected by error, though they did not provided a date when it would be corrected. So go fucking figure. That shit just happened to me, and I guarantee you it was rejected because it was pro-police. Yep. And so, Facebook, you fucking suck dicks. (laughs) Yeah, but I would bet like something like yours, they would go back and watch the podcast and be like, no. Yeah, but I'm I'm just trying to boost that one, that one. You know, so did did I lose Facebook? Oh no, I thought I'd lost it. No, I was up. But I don't know if they just kicked my ass off or not. But because uh, Roy That'd keeps getting wrong. kicked off, he he's on he's in Facebook jail once again. He got off like yesterday and ended back up in Facebook jail again today. So <laughs> you go, Roy. And I think I sent you the next one. I want to talk about. Uh, I, I think you were happy when I sent that one. Was the, the governor? Yes, yes, yes. So if you want to read that one, you go right ahead. Yeah, give me a second. If your phone you don't, put up. your phone don't die. <laughs> so uh, let's see. You putting their photo up? No, I didn't. I didn't put a photo up for them. We, oh, okay. Hopefully, everyone should know who these people are. Everyone should know. Yep. Governor pardons U.S. couple who waved guns at protests. This is the lady and the uh, the gentleman. That's a uh, I guess they're lawyers, right? And after they lived in the housing community, and actually they were defense crashed. lawyers that would defend you know like the rioters and shit before. <laughs> yeah, not when you break down their gate and try to burn down yeah, their house. Yeah, yeah, not not now. <laughs> I was surprised they were even arrested, but. The U.S. couple who pointed guns at Black Lives Matters protesters marching past their mansion in Missouri last year were pardoned in the misdemeanor convictions related to the case. The Midwestern state's governor's office said Tuesday. The images of Mark and Patricia McCloskey armed and barefoot on their lawn made them instantly symbols of Americans, America's polarization amid last summer's racial justice protests. No, they, they're burning shit to the ground. Both were originally charged with felonies, misuse of weapons after they were seen waving their guns and shouting at the peaceful protesters uh, marching uh, against police abuse and racism. They, yeah, they, they were so peaceful, they 
tore down a fucking gate to a private to go through it. That's not peaceful. I'm sorry. And the actual video shows them telling them if they don't put the guns down, they're going to burn the house to the ground. Yeah, yeah. They had no. No, that's not peaceful. First of all, they were on private property. They had no right to be there. I don't care what the fuck they were trying to protest. Right. So it's a terroristic act. And it ain't like they shouldered the weapon. Or got in a shooting stance and pointing it pointed it at the people. So Oh she did. She was she was flanking people left and right with that little three eighty. But yeah, him, he's just say hello to my little friend. Yeah. I said what but, uh, like I said, what, what they call it going in Portland's peaceful. It's summer of love. Well, it was a summer of love. Yeah. But if that's what a summer of love looks like, yeah. I'll, I'll skip. But you don't have to read that whole story. But the main point I wanted to get on that one was is they got pardoned, which is yeah. good, because they didn't do anything wrong in my eyes. They were I was pre- crazy surprised that Trump didn't pardon. They were protecting their shit. And like I said, you live in a gated community. You have an expectation of privacy, in my point. And uh, how you doing, Adam? And uh, you have an expectation of privacy, and they... they should, I saw pictures of the gate. They, they tore down a fucking gate to get in there. And uh, so no, they they should have been they should have never been charged in the in the first in the first place at all. So yeah, I mean, you got a thousand people. Well, I know you got a front fence. They tear that down and they're marching at your house with torches and shit. No, you're not going to get a warning. Well, I'm glad that uh, uh, I just got a flash up from. YouTube, they just age restricted my video. So, <laughs> speaking of, I I cuss out I cuss out Facebook and in YouTube age restricts me. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'm glad that governor did do that. Thanks, Thomas. Uh, I, I got a I actually got a Canadian story is going to be coming up. Uh, somebody sent me. But anyway, that's that one. Good for them. Uh, I just got age restricted on YouTube. So I, I'm assuming I'm I'm still up on YouTube. Uh, it show yeah I am because I'm, I'm I'm showing the feed still. On. Okay, well I just got age restricted on it. Oh well, maybe that'll get me some more clicks. <laughs> All right, this next one I don't think I sent this one to you. This one's a surprise, but I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this picture up here. Let me see which one it is. Yeah, this picture right here. And do not laugh. If you laugh at this picture, y'all are all going to hell, okay? I don't even see it, and I'm already ready to laugh. <laughs> it's, it's right there. You see this picture right here? I, I still see my face. Well, it, it's got a delay. You're going to see the picture. You're going to see your picture. This guy right here, he was arrested. <laughs> for. Don't laugh. <laughs> but he, he got himself arrested. and You know what he got arrested for? Pedophilia. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Because of the mustache? Dude, he looks just I, like if he walked by my house and stared at me, <laughs> I, I would just think he wants to touch me inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a pretty it, it is a pretty bad fucking mustache. <laughs> Thomas says he's going to hell because he's laughing. Anyway, no, this fine fella right here, he is a firefighter. Makes sense. And he just got himself arrested. And what did he get himself arrested for? 
he got arrested for lying about having COVID. What? He got a lie. He didn't have COVID. He lied to he had COVID. Wow. <laughs> I know that mustache, right? But the reason they arrested him, not just for lying, he said he had COVID, it's because he got $12,000 in paid time off from work. Jesus. For lying about having COVID. And then he took his family to the water park. Why? <laughs> he took his family to the water park on on like vacation while they supposed to have COVID. And he got caught. This is a Texas firefighter was arrested Friday after allegedly claiming that he and his family had gotten the coronavirus so he could collect more than $12,000 in paid time off while he went on vacation. William Jordan, William Jordan Carter, 38, is now on administrative leave from his job at Fire Station 7 in Dallas. All told, all told Carter collected $12,548.86 in paid time off over three pay periods after claiming he and his family had tested positive for COVID. That's no, not fluffy. <laughs> So how did three pay periods? So, so they, I don't know if they, they get paid. Just say that the COVID never went away. Well, I don't know if he got COVID. Did they get paid once a week, or did they get paid every other week? Most most, most problems pay at least pay you know twice a week. So he must have been like over a month and a half or something. <laughs> yeah, during I his way he got caught. During his time away, bank statements from mid-April show he spent fourteen hundred dollars at a water park at um. Uh, some resort in Round Rock, Texas, where all day passes start at 150 bucks a person. That better be a damn fucking good water park if I'm gonna spend 150 dollars for a day. He also spent money at a gift shop in Waco, about 95 miles south of Dallas and halfway to the resort. Another purchase was logged at a Bucky's convenience store in Temple, about 52 miles from the resort. Carter first asked for time off on March 24th, claiming that his wife had tested positive for COVID-19, according to the arrest warrant obtained by the Dallas Morning News. A week after that, he said his daughter had tested positive and that he was worried due to her pre-existing conditions. Two days before he was due back at the station, he said he was sick and that he had also tested positive for COVID, but he couldn't provide a copy of his own test results or those of his family when a deputy chief asked if his family infections were true he replied i guess not according to the affidavit <laughs> obtained by dallas morning news he then said he made the statement out of greed i guess he was released on uh, the jail on a 1500 dollar bond so he he don't fuck oh yeah, it, New York Fire Department gets paid monthly. My old department I used to work at, we used to get paid monthly. You know, it took a while to get used to, but then when I moved to this other one, I got paid like twice, like on the first and fifteenth, and it took me a while to readjust because I've been getting paid once a month for so long. Uh, they must get paid pretty insane. damn good for twelve thousand, almost thirteen thousand dollars, and just that shorter period he must have been making some some damn good money i'm assuming they had to give him some kind of extra bonus to cover medical expenses for him and his family and they, there's no way i mean that's a lot of freaking money 
but yeah, he kept that story going for way too damn long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got he got cocky. Yeah, it, it, I know everybody at first thought he got arrested for the mustache, but no. Most <laughs> <laughs> there thought he was a pedophile at first, but no, no. But, but that stash has got that that definitely a, a fluffy mustache. This dude is like when when you first see that right there, this is what you think about right here. That old 80s, 70s porn music going on right there. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> uh, Jeremy shit. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that, that one's pretty bad. Let's get let's get this poor fella's picture off of here. Just blasting them all over the place. Uh, I don't know if I sent you this next one. Did I send you the hiking story? Like I had so I had I had some and I couldn't remember which ones I sent. No, the only one I got left is the uh, Saskatchewan. Yes, that's the Canadian story that I got sent by one of the listeners. And uh, let's see, I know we're getting running a little long here. We're gonna I'm not gonna read the whole story, so we'll sharpen them up. Anyway, I'm gonna pull up these pictures here. Got a picture here. I know y'all not laughing at her. Cause she's actually a very pretty girl. This fella right here. Okay. I don't know if y'all have heard about this story or not. Uh, I got it out the sun. Uh, anyway, her name is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna slaughter her last name, Angela Tremonte Tremonte or something something like that. She was on a date with uh, Dario Dizadare. That's him. Of course, you know they have to throw in there that he was an off-duty cop. And she was found dead and her friends demand answers. All right. She was from Massachusetts and uh, her friends are demanding answers after she was found dead following a hike off with an off-duty cop. Anyway, she's 31. She went hiking on uh, Echo Canyon Trail in Arizona on Friday with this fella right here. Uh, it said less than... Uh, so he works for uh, the Phoenix Police Department. Less than 20, 24 hours after she had arrived at the area for her first visit with him, after they had been talking online for two months, and uh, he uh, he claimed that she became overheated halfway up the trail and wanted to turn around, but he didn't want to turn around, so he continued to hike on his own, according to authorities. Rescue crew rescue. Cruz went looking for the young woman, but four hours later, her body was found around 4.40 p.m. the afternoon near a home. Firefighters think she was trying to alert someone in the area that she was struggling before she collapsed. Uh, her friends say they won't answer. It says, as a cop and a first responder, you're supposed to help people. Somebody walking up a mountain and you're seeing her in distress and she's not feeling well and she's exhausted. Why wouldn't you walk her back down? Well, he probably thought he was going to get some of that nook nook at one point and during the walk I guess he figured out he wasn't going to get the nook nook and she wanted to go back and he's like fuck that I want to go finish this hike and he continued on hiking so yeah that makes sense uh, so I don't think he, he did anything maliciously at all like that he's probably thinking he was probably wanting one thing and it wasn't working out his act way he wanted so he's like nah she can go back fuck it I'm gonna, at least I'm going to enjoy my hike yeah, because if he's been talking to her for that long, for two months, theoretically, been talking, yeah, I mean, 
theoretically, if it, if it was still going that way, he would have walked back with her. Yeah, that's, that's so what I think. Something happened. They got in mid walk. I think they must have had an argument, or like I said, it's the first time they physically met in person. So something something happened that he didn't figure, or she didn't figure, or whatever. Anyway, a spokesman spokesman for the Phoenix Police Department told the uh, Daily Mail that no traumatic injuries were seen on the, the lady when she was found or during the autopsy, and that there was no evidence to indicate foul play in any way. And her friends, of course, say, we want justice. We want answers. We need to keep pushing. That was my sister. Uh, it's hard to imagine that she went out there wearing the improper shoes and with no water. Another friend said, that's just completely out of character for her. We just want justice for our friend. I mean, would they think he she he just held her out there until she dehydrated? Right. I mean, anyway, they have a GoFundMe account to help with her funeral expenses. Uh, she was visiting the area to, I guess, meet this this fella right here. They said they started to hike together, but it continued on after she turned back. Anyway. I mean, I know people want, you know, this and that. Was it this guy's fault? No. Was it probably a decision I would have made? I, I don't know. I wasn't in that situation. I don't, I don't know what was being said at the time. Uh, what was, you know, did they have an argument? I mean, what happened? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. The only people I know was, was her, and unfortunately she's dead, and this guy right here. Like I said, me personally, in my opinion only, is I think that after talking online for two months, he probably was hoping that uh, that he was going to get a little nook-nook because she's a good-looking girl, and she might have indicated to him that he wasn't getting a nook-nook. And he's, he's like, I'm tired and want to go back. And he's like, fine, go back. I'm going to go on hiking because it's a nice trail. Yeah, he friend-zoned her. Or she friend-zoned him, and he's like, yeah, no, bye. So I said that she was a Northeasterner going to the desert in the middle of July. That's not going to work. Uh, that's, that can be true. Let's see the anal sex story. Yeah, I I do need to do that one coming up. Uh, dude <laughs> looks like he can uh, hike for days. Yeah, he he's he's in good shape, fella. And he like I said, if, if he figured it wasn't going away, he was going and and he's an outdoorsman. He just might figured he was going on. Like I said, I can't make a, a say. I would what I would wouldn't do, and I wasn't there. I don't know the whole situation, but it's an unfortunate event. And this guy's probably gonna take a rash of shit for it, even though he's been cleared and everything so all right now we're getting close we're running along but i want to do this this next one uh have you have you read the story seen the story on uh detroit brett cast is in detroit with what the department is saying about the video well multiple videos from last night are surfing you haven't seen this one anyway this is uh detroit it's, it's been all over the news and shit like that uh I guess it's some kind of Greek area or whatever. I guess it's around a college town. I guess they've been having a lot of shit. they got to have big police presence. I'm not sure what happened or why it instigated. But anyway, some fella gets his, uh, he gets knocked the fuck out by a cop. But from what I'm understanding, they didn't arrest anybody or anything like that. And all the shit's on video, so we'll look at it. And uh, they they talk about it here. This is a this one ain't, ain't very long. It's like a minute or so. Saying online, and we don't know all of the context right now. But there's one video in particular that's getting a lot of attention. It's been viewed over a hundred thousand times in less than six hours. A man punched in the face by a Detroit police officer. He, he got the shit knocked out. Of him. <laughs> you seeing that? 
I'm still seeing the guy. There we go. Damn. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> and knocked to the ground, leading to. I mean, at this point right here, they they pick him up. He's seeing Tweety Birds. He he's fucking out. Accusations of excessive force. I think it was excessive. You know. And I gotta say one thing right here, if anybody noticed, uh, this is this this guy's. I mean, his shirt tells us he he is, but this guy's black. But his shirt lets us know that he's black because he's a black king. So I just wanted to let everybody know, so <laughs> just in case nobody knew that if you watch video, this 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 gentleman right here is a black man, but his shirt lets us know that also. I just had to point that out. I know they're trying to police and get everything to you know be calm and peaceful, but to just come up to just knock somebody out. Another video from Saturday night. Yeah, peaceful. But the guy from some of the video I saw, this this guy, I've never seen him like attack the cops or anything like that. I mean, no, he, he looked like he was taking an aggressive stance. He, he was taking an aggressive and, and running his fucking mouth. <laughs> and that one cop just had enough and just like... It was a chaotic moment where more than a dozen police are trying to detain someone. It's unclear what happened before these videos, but the tension is nothing new. Since June, a number of Greektown fights have made their way onto social media, showing punches thrown and even police being shoved to the ground. So this must be a really nice area in Detroit here. Uh, Detroit in general, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it must be a really nice area. I mean, it's just like these are all separate instances videos we're watching it's like yeah let's go out and party and just like get beat up and shit these incidents police have added even more patrols in greektown clearly seen at all times of the day and this needs to stop either way we need to be better as a city <laughs> hold on a sec we need to be better as a city okay we got it we're going to watch this guy. He's going to get knocked the fuck out again. Do that, In response to this video, DPD released a statement saying, quote, the Detroit Police Department was made aware via social media of an allegation of excessive force in Greektown. Internal Affairs is reviewing the circumstances surrounding oh, this allegation. You don't have to, what they say, defund the police. It's not necessary. But let's, you know, let the, the good police speak up. That That's a friend with the... The shirt letting us know what color his skin was again. If you're not watching, anyway, <laughs> that that dude. I mean, again, again, that guy got knocked the fuck out. The problem is, is they didn't arrest him. I don't think they even fucking reported it. They just like knocked him out and set him up and said, "You fine, motherfucker. Don't say that again." And just like walked off. <laughs> Just like walked off, and if it wasn't for, for that shit, nobody's like kind of like the Detroit cops that like witnessed the guy getting shot and like said, "Oh shit," and drive off and, and left. Drove it. Off. These cops are these are not the ones that just drive off. These ones they they knocked fucking fucker out and said, "Hey, motherfucker, did you learn your lesson this time? All right, peace out." And took the fuck off. Yeah, they took that early two thousands, late you know nineties cop. And put him right in today's element. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah right. That's no. how it used to be. It ain't like that no more, man. Cameras are everywhere. Roy. Uh, Michael says he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Roy says, thanks for that update. I swore he looked like a white guy, a white black man. Yeah. <laughs> Sign that cop up against Mayweather. Why hasn't the news made a big deal when the people are jumping and beating on the cop? Amazing how that works. 
Is that how it used to be? Get knocked out and don't go to jail. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, I'm an old school cop. Trust me, I know. Yeah. I know. It's unfortunately, it's not like that no more. Yeah, you dirty my the, uniform. The, I dirty that ass. The, I mean, we. I just talked about the other one the other day. I think we, the the cop, you know, one was laying on her belly, handcuffs, spits on the shoe, and he just decided to give her a little tap in the face, you know, and. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do that no more. Like I said, everything's been video tape. Hey, but hey, he did. He knocked the fuck out that dude. I bet you that motherfucker thinks twice about getting in another cop's face again. Yeah, now he's going to be in the back of the crowd yelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, so I don't know what was being said or whatever, but uh, something was being said, you know. I mean, I kind of understand it. I, I, at some point, some of these city officers got, they're going to be pushed and they're going to snap. You can't keep treating them like that. Well, especially these big cities where they've have where they've had all this like big looting and rioting right. and all this stuff. You only gonna get spit on, shit thrown at you, thrown on you, and all this stuff for so long until people just gonna snap eventually. I mean, right? If you're well, a imagine civilian, your brass just yeah. tells you to you know let it happen. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you're right, Aaron. Yeah, he realized real quick that he wasn't playing a video game no more. But he did get reset. <laughs> He's like, Here's your reset button right there. But people don't realize, I mean, you know, if just as a regular civilian type person and somebody is out there, you know, it's my spitting and throwing stuff on you and doing all that stuff, how long are you going to take it? How long are you going to take it? You know? I mean, people got to realize just because you put a uniform and a badge on, we don't turn into RoboCop or robots once we do that. We still flesh and blood people underneath that, that uniform and that badge. We still bleed. We still feel and, and all that stuff like that. But so I, I just hate when I see it because that dude's probably going to lose his job uh, if you don't get charges on him. And, of course, there's going to be another, you know, another lottery winner. Probably going to get him a little bit of money out of that yeah. too so unfortunately last story and uh you want to talk about it i think I, it's to canada thanks to the the canada person uh-oh y'all holding on i dropped holstera and he become disconnected from the mixer i'm having all kind of technical difficulties tonight you think i was drunk or something <laughs> is that is that peanut butter whiskey? i, I I'm not drinking the peanut butter. I'm drinking the root beer. I got the root beer, and it's delicious. Root beer whiskey? Yes. Interesting. I got, I got, I got Old Smoky makes a root beer. The tot went up to Tennessee, stopped at the, the place itself, and I got me two-fifths of the root beer whiskey. And I've been putting it with, uh, today I got the cream, cream uh, Bark's cream soda in it, and it, it's delicious. It's like a little root beer float. With a little kick I'm to, have it. to try it. Just the root beer whiskey by itself. I just drank some without anything in it. And it's just like drinking root beer. Oh, that's dangerous. With it's almost a, like schnapps. But it's like root beer with a kick. So <laughs> yeah, as long as yeah. the politicians keep demonizing people, will act a fool and think they can set up, step up to law enforcement. You're right. That's what's going on, too, because in a lot of these big, these big liberal cities, you know, unfortunately. The nobody's got the cops' backs, and they know that, so they're just 
treating law enforcement worse and worse and worse. But it don't help when you get these incidents like this on tape and people like, because there was probably this same week this happened, there was probably thousands of incidents where cops actually helped people and did people did good stuff. But you're not going to see yeah, that. That's not fit the media's narrative. It's not clickbait. Uh, it's not in the, you know, if you want to call them media now, the, the Marxist media that's just trying to indoctrinate people. So, oh, did you hear that? Uh, yeah, you're right, defund is crap. Did you hear it? You know, I'm in Louisiana. I know, I'll stare you in the great state of Florida where y'all don't do that oh, yeah. down. But there's an outbreak going on. And they are masking us back up. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's here. Hold your breath. Are you watching? Uh, are you watching? Look at your screen. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking COVID. Floating all around. You see it all around? It, hold your breath. You. It's, it's going to get me. Get you. you see all that COVID? I'm, wear, I'm wearing my mask. You're wearing yours, too. You'll be all yeah, right. You see the COVID? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's an outbreak. I'll tell you when they get the COVID Z, we'll find out. Just remember, you got to shoot them in the head. Yeah, we're gonna move on to the uh, <laughs> was it the Greek alphabet or whatever? Shit. Yeah, with COVID Z, that's gonna be the zombie one. Uh, you want to go ahead and start that uh that last yeah. one? The Canadian friend sent the story. Speaking of drinking whiskey. Off-duty Saskatchewan RCMP officer charged with impaired driving. A Saskatchewan RCMP officer with 15 years of service is charged with impaired driving following back-to-back incidents near Swift Current. I don't know where these places are. According to a press release, his first run-in with officers happened at around 10 p.m. on July 27th. Swift currently... So, Swift Current Rural RCMP responded to a call for an impaired driver in the village of Waldick, about 18 kilometers east of the city. Kevin Granrud was arrested at the scene, held overnight, and released the next day with conditions and a suspended license. Early in the afternoon on July 28th, the detachment was called about an erratic driver on Highway 1. Officers pulled the vehicle over near Rush Lake, about 16 kilometers east of Waltic. Uh, Saskatchewan RCMP said Grand Rude was driving the vehicle. He failed a roadside test and was taken and held in custody. He faces three charges, including two for impaired driving, according to a press release, Swift Current RCMP is actively investigating the second incident, and more charges are pending. Grand Rude, a constable with Swift Current Combined Traffic Services, and 15 years of experience is suspended with pay. That's the best. While the Na- National Police Service reviews disciplinary options. Pay vacation. He was, but yeah, paid vacation. <laughs> He was not on duty at the time of either incident and was not using a police vehicle, according to Saskatchewan RCMP. Yeah, so he's well, got a union. Well, I, mean, not, I mean, at least he don't drink and drive on duty. <laughs> well, right. I mean, I've seen that, too. Um, I understand hearing about incidents like this 
is very concerning to the public. Saskatchewan RCMP commanding officer, Assistant Commissioner Rhonda Blackmore said, I too share these concerns. These are not the standards we hold our police officers and employees to. The Saskatchewan RCMP will ensure these matters are thoroughly investigated. Rand Rood was in court on July 29th and will appear again on August 18th. So this guy got two DWIs in one day. Uh, was it one day? Or they said back to back. Well, he got two DWIs really close together. Uh, Michael says he was driving to get his, I'm not sure what that is, Molson Triple X and Maple Syrup. I don't, I don't know what that Canadian drink is. All I know is I've been to Canada for a motorcycle competition before. I actually got took a third place uh, trophy home, and uh, I know one thing is Canadian. Don't he must have been drinking a lot because Canadian alcohol, their alcohol content's like way higher than ours in America. They got and you said law. they don't feed you enough when you're up there. They don't. Well, they, <clears throat> they nothing against the Canadian friends. If y'all ever get a chance to come down to Louisiana, I will give y'all actual food that tastes good i well i asked for grits i i asked for some grits and where we were at was they had corn everywhere and grits is made out of corn and they just kind of looked at me like i was, didn't know what the hell i was talking about and offered me baby food i think they called it cream of wheat it's like why are you trying to give me cream wheat when y'all got all this damn corn around here y'all need to get some grits it's beer huh no, no, us Southerners don't know that. I don't know what the hell it was. Yeah, cream o' wheat. I don't know what cream o' wheat is. It looked like no, I wasn't. No, it wasn't. Sounds no. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it used to have a, a an old white Quaker guy on it, but they probably uh, yeah, canceled Quaker him Oats. too. They probably canceled him too. <laughs> no, that, y'all got some high alcohol content content in canada actually had a good time those guys treated us nice took us to niagara falls on the canadian side and everything and you know I, I this was a long time ago i was actually not trying to get drunk and i was just drinking some little smearing off like wine cooler and I, dr- <laughs> I drank like eight of them which was nothing here in the states well they actually called my name up to come pick up my prize that i won and i didn't realize i was gonna win anything and when i stood up i was like uh-oh <laughs> What, I, what happened was <laughs> I stumbled my ass up there, got it. But no, this poor guy, you know, not making good decisions at all with his um, no. not with the, with the alcohol stuff here. So and once again, that's that's something that you. I guarantee you, you've known a couple officers that would either get sloshed or drive around in their cruiser sloshed. Well, I, and uh, I know one recently. Usually, you tell them to knock it off. I know one recently. Uh, he got a DWI and did his stuff. He didn't get fired, but he got, you know, he wasn't on duty or nothing. He was off duty on his own time, but he did get himself a DWI. He, had to go out. he went to all kinds of classes and stuff like that. But it happens, and uh, just, yeah, y'all, Thomas, you all definitely can. I'm not going to try to drink with a Canadian. You know, we're not going to have that. But we can come down here, we'll have a crawfish peeling contest, and we'll see who wins on that one. If, hopefully you know what crawfish is. They're delicious. <laughs> I think they call them crayfish. <laughs> not, it's not crayfish. It's, it's crawfish. It's crawfish. And uh, I did listen to I was listening to a podcast uh, the other day. I think it was yesterday. And the guys like talking about how our governor done mass mandated us up again. And 
the guy's like, well, Louisiana, why in the hell are they worried about COVID? They eat shit out of ditches. <laughs> why are they worried about germs? <laughs> uh, well, Louisiana is like Florida's cousin, man. We, you know. Look, I, I've eaten all kind of shit. I mean, but I mean, I've eaten goat and stuff like. That. I'm not a big fan of goat meat, though. I mean, it just it don't taste bad. No, well, I didn't like it. I've eaten raccoon and you know all kind. Of, I can have eaten all kind of stuff. Yeah, raccoon chili. Say, you're right, Roy. Yeah, you you would lose your livelihood. All right, got it. But you got to come during crawfish season. They're not a year round thing. You know, if you've ever been to actually crawfish ball, it's cool. Go check out uh. Uh, my Bayou Bucket on my TikTok. What is it under Dirty D or something like that on TikTok? Go check that no, out. I think it's under Motor Motorcraft Chronicles. Uh, well, go check go check out TikTok if you can find it. And uh, I got a, I bought a bucket. It's called the Bayou Bucket, and I bought like some shrimp and all kind of shit in it. And it's it's on there. And yes, yeah, it's a five. It's, made it's of a magic. It's a yeah. It looks like it's magic. It's a five gallon plastic bucket. I cooked all this food in, so it. it It'll freak you out. <laughs> anyway, we got to pick the hot nut story of the day. I know hot we had a lot nuts. of story. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right, Roy. You were over here and ate the, the scrimp side of it the first time I did it. You brought some sausage with you. So who's going to be the hot nut story of the day? I pick... The dude that is suing the cops for shooting him after he pulled a gun. Yeah, out of his that's my pick. <laughs> so, so I mean, that guy is an he, idiot. He's got to be the hot nut story today. So let's give uh, Mister. I'm going to sue the cops. The hot nuts. Anybody here want to buy my nuts? Selling nuts. Hot nuts. I've got nuts for sale. Anyway, he gets the hot nuts right there. And uh, he's suing the cops after they shot him after he pulled a gun out of his pocket. So you're you're a fucking hot nut. He's a dumbass. I bet he won't ever do that again. Uh, I bet he won't. So anyway, I appreciate it. It's been a I think it's been a pretty damn good episode. We've had a, a lot of interaction. You know, I appreciate everybody that's been watching live and everything. Like I said, share it. Tell your friends about it. Uh, like I said, even just on the podcast audio part of it or whatever, or get them to subscribe to the YouTube, which I got hit with a sensitive content thing tonight. If you wasn't here for that, you know, or, or the Facebook, as long until they kick me off on lives on that. You know, like I said, to help us get bigger because I have talked about I want to do like a, I think they call it, Bam told me it was a group. I wanted to start a private group for like people can come out in there and I will. Once I get enough enough people, we'll have a private group that just isn't public, and I'll actually put out some extra shit in there. There's stuff during the week I, I want to talk about that I don't talk about that I don't have time on just the two podcasts. And we'll have the private group, and I'll put shit out on there. I can even go live on there. So just uh, get us a little bit bigger, and we will uh, do the private group. So I want to thank Holstera. My Always a brother, party. you know, and at short notice, I texted him and said, hey, what what you doing in a couple hours? And he's like, well, I don't know why. <laughs> I told him, he's like, all right, let's do it. So, I mean, it was like probably about an hour, two hours short notice. It might have been, Mike, you write that mustache might have made it an 18 plus episode. They probably thought I was just showing <laughs> pedophile pictures or something like that. 
But uh, I don't know if I'm going to have a guest this weekend or not. I ain't got nothing lined up as usual. Uh, so it's just I'm always busy. I did take some videos of uh, the officer funeral I went to. Not much, but I'll probably play them either Sunday or Monday when I put it out. I try to do stuff on Sundays, but sometimes my head's not into it. I'm not just going to put something out that I don't think's quality when my I got to have my head wrapped around it to try to do it right. So either Sunday or Monday or something, but I have some people that are willing to come on. This, uh, this one lady wants to come on. She's going to talk about uh, post-traumatic stress. Unfortunately, she is still having issues with her voice. And I have some other people that are possibly lined up and another guy. He said he would definitely come on. I just got to call him and set something up. So maybe that'll be this weekend or it might just be me. I'm not sure. If you need me, let me know. Anytime. So anyway, everybody remember, stay safe. Watch your back. Uh, Watch the cameras according to what we're seeing or don't do stuff to get put on camera. And remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle